Well, here I am, and welcome back to M Nation. Today, we are going to be talking about primarily the wildcard NFL round of the playoffs, but really the playoffs in general. We can predict the entire thing if we really want to today. And um, yeah, we may as well just get it started off here. After the conclusion of the Lions and Packers game on Sunday night, the NFL immediately released the schedule for the wildcard round after knowing what all the matchups were going to be. Should the Packers have won that game in advance of the playoffs, I would have imagined that they probably would have made the Packer game on Monday night. That way they could have given the Packers an unequal um, and just more time to rest. They would have given them the Monday night game against um, the San Francisco 49ers that way. It's just a big game. And that way they give the Packers more than enough time to rest. They would have given them two more days, but because they didn't win, they're going to have San Francisco play on Saturday. And that way Seattle has less time to rest as well. But um, yeah, so we can take a look at the, um, the playoff schedule here as it stands right now. Saturday is when the first wildcard game is going to start. It's going to be the Seahawks versus the 49ers. Uh, that's going to be 3.30 Central Time on Fox. Then we have the Chargers and the Jaguars at 7.15 Central Time um, on NBC and Peacock for streaming option. Then Sunday, we got three games. We've got the Bills and the Dolphins on CBS um, at noon. You've got the Giants and the Vikings at 3.30 on Fox. I will actually be at that game. Uh, we've got the Bengals and the Ravens. There will be no coin flip because the Bengals won, so there's no need for a coin flip on determining the home stadium for that game. Uh, that game is going to be at 7.15 on NBC, NBC two nights in a row. And we're going to have the Dallas Cowboys going on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which they shouldn't have to do considering they won four more games. Four more games. Four more games. I'm sorry, headphone users, if the audio kind of just spiked there for a second, but um, that's just the way the playoffs work. So, well, here we are. Um, starting off, I believe that the San Francisco 49ers, as a Vikings fan, I will selfishly say that I am rooting for the Seahawks as much as possible because that would make the road to the Super Bowl much easier for the Vikings should the Seahawks pull off an incredible upset. But the 49ers are going to run over the Seahawks probably by 30 since it's in San Francisco. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars are, that's an interesting matchup. You know, it's going to be a home game for Jacksonville. Um, they have Trevor Lawrence, who is paying off really well. Um, they got a, a bunch of other talent down there and their fans are super passionate. I know uh, Tony Khan, the son of um, Mr. Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars is having a great time. And it just seems like it's a great time to be a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. And, you know, I think they've got a bright future ahead of them, but I think the Chargers are just a much more together team right now. Um, Justin Herbert can, if he really wants to, he can make a run through the AFC and even take them to the Super Bowl. They've got some incredible talent on that Chargers team, and Mike Williams might be hurt. He may or may not play. We are yet to know that, but I think the Chargers have way more than enough talent from the running back position to the wide receivers and everything in between to go into Jacksonville and pick up a win on that grass down there. And uh, moving on to Sunday, we've got the Dolphins and the Bills. Now, it's going to be interesting to see if Tua will come back. I think the Dolphins are going to do everything in their power to get Tua back. But the thing is, I it's such a tricky situation because obviously the Dolphins want to play Tua, but, you know, he's been taken out of games twice this season and people on Thursday Night Football watched him get, like, carted off the field after a, 
horrible concussion. He's probably been concussed on the NFL field no less than four times this year. And I, there are some people who are, who say Tua should never play a down of football again, just for the sake of his elderly years um, and not taking years off of his life. But, you know, it's such a tricky situation with the Tua thing. And I'm not a doctor. Most of the people that listen to this podcast are not doctors. And I just think in my heart and soul that the Buffalo Bills are going to have no problem with taking care of the Miami Dolphins, even with the Buffalo Bills losing Von Miller a few weeks ago, unfortunately. But Buffalo Bills are going to move on to the second round. Um, We'll come back to the Vikings game here in a second because we're Vikings fans on this awesome M Nation account. Um, The Cincinnati Bengals are going to take on the Baltimore Ravens in Cincinnati. Um, speaking of Cincinnati at the time of recording, it is two 58 PM on January 9th. And a couple hours ago, news was confirmed that DeMar Hamlin is being released from the university of Cincinnati, um, medical center there in Cincinnati, where he has stayed for the last week after his absolutely awful injury from, uh, from Monday night football two weeks ago or this time last week. And it's just so great that he's in good spirits and he's been active on social media this weekend. And it's an absolute miracle. And we're also thankful for the first responders on the field, the bills training staff, as well as the first responders at the university of Cincinnati medical center and everybody in between who helped. And I think, um, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman and Adam Schefter and the other people who work at ESPN did a really, really professional job um, controlling that scenario because it was really unprecedented. But we are not here to talk about that today. But um, also, please, if you haven't already and you would like to, uh, DeMar Hamlin's foundation, which supports underprivileged children in Pittsburgh, has raised quite a bit of money um, following his injury. And it's just a really amazing thing to see. Uh, how America and the world came together to show support, obviously NFL franchises, Tom Brady, uh, Christian McCaffrey, just to say the very least, um, donating tens of thousands of dollars to help support. I think they're at almost $7 million now off of a goal that was just 2,500. So that's incredible. But anyway, here we go onto the Cincinnati versus the Ravens game. We're not completely sure if Lamar Jackson can play. I think they're aiming to get him to play um, against the Bengals. But even if he can, I don't know if that's going to make any difference. I think the Bengals are just, they're just way too hot. And Joe Burrow, yeah, they play in a weaker division. They've been playing against a backup Ravens quarterback almost all season. And they've, they play against the Steelers and whatnot. It's just in the Browns. Like, I just, I don't think that the Cincinnati Bengals are all that, but I think they're good enough to beat the Ravens at home in the jungle in a primetime game. Um, I hope they do the white the whiteout again for the playoffs. I don't know how quickly they can string that together logistically, but that was amazing to see the first time they did that this season against the Dolphins. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, I think the Bengals are going to move on. And then on Monday night we have our we have our atrocity, which is the fact of the matter that the Dallas Cowboys, who won four more games than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, have to be the road team. And it's just the way the NFL playoffs work. I'm not asking for a change of the playoff seating or the the, the spots or anything. I, th- I think that the system is good. It's just a shame when a division is so bad, like the NFC South was this year, that it rewards the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who go into the playoffs, I should add, with a losing record. They finished eight and nine. If the Buccaneers, they get to host this play. And I'm not saying the Buccaneers are a bad team. I'm just saying that like 
Oh, it's so unfortunate for the Cowboys, but thankfully it is the Cowboys because out of all the NFL franchises for this to happen to, I think the Packers would be number one and the Cowboys, no, it would be Eagles and then Cowboys who I would want that to happen to. But I Dallas, it's weird because Dallas, when they play on turf are amazing, but I think they get slowed down a lot when they play on grass. And I think Tampa Bay has the ability to run the ball in their face, and I think that Tom Brady, should he get given time from his offensive line, could potentially... Tom Brady never goes away. That's the thing. He never really gets blown out, except if you're Brock Purdy in the 49ers. But I just... And we saw how Dak Prescott played against the Washington Commanders last week and throw that pick six and just have an awful game against... The Commanders aren't an awful team, but they were starting a third-string quarterback, and it's just... I the Cowboys just make one nervous if you would be a Cowboys fan, but it's a hard one to predict. But I I reckon the Cowboys can get it done. So moving on, then the highest seeded um, AFC team. If I maneuver around my camera roll here, the highest seeded AFC team is the is the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Kansas City Chiefs would then who did I uh, pick here? Uh, it's the sixth seed, the seventh seed. No Buffalo. No, Cincinnati. Okay, the Chargers. So the Chargers would go to Cincinnati. Excuse me. The Chargers would go to Kansas City. And Kansas City would beat the Chargers because, let's be honest, the Chargers are a warm weather team. And Kansas City is just, they're all magicians down there. From Travis Kelsey to Juju Smith-Schuster to Patrick Mahomes, the man himself. It's just, it's and Chris Jones. It's just, it's unbelievable what they're doing in Kansas City. They're probably going to, I'd say they're going to host the AFC Championship for the 17th year in a row, but... Um, with my later prediction coming here in a minute or two, you'll see why that's not going to be so true. Uh, then the bills would play the Bengals, according to my prediction. And the, um, the winner of that game would probably be the, uh, the bills, uh, just, just hosting it there. And, uh, it's, it's going to be a great game. And obviously there's going to be a lot of feelings after the, uh, DeMar Hamlin incident, the last time the bills and Bengals played each other, but, uh, the bills are going to beat the, the, uh, the Bengals and then they are going to move on to a neutral site AFC championship game where the Bills will defeat. Yes, you heard that correctly. The Bills will defeat the Kansas City Chiefs and they will move on to the Super Bowl. When it comes to that neutral site, I, I really hope it's Detroit. D- Detroit deserves it. I don't know if the NFL is going to trust them, if they have the infrastructure to do so, but I hope they give it to Detroit, honestly. Um, that or, I mean, Indianapolis. I mean, it it is what it is, but... or. Who knows? Minneapolis. Well, uh, well, I, I want Minneapolis to be available that weekend for an NFC Championship game, so maybe not. But anyway, uh, Bills are going to go to the Super Bowl on the AFC side. On the NFC side, we are looking at um, the Eagles would then, let me see here, who did I uh, choose to get through here? The lowest remaining seed would be, oh wait, we never talked about the Vikings game. So yeah, Vikings game against the Giants is going to be very close. Vikings open up as three-point favorites. Um, they basically have the same guys that they had in the last game against the Giants, except their right tackle, um, Brian O'Neill, and the center, Austin, Sla- Austin Schlotman, who was the second-string center. Uh, he's out for the season as well after his Green Bay injury. So Chris Reed did a really good job against Chicago, so hopefully by next Sunday they're able to figure out whatever went wrong, uh, if there was that many things that went wrong. Or Garrett Bradbury comes back. And listen, if Garrett Bradbury can barely walk, I don't want to force him to play football. Like, it it is what it is. So um, whoever, just put the best center in there that we can. But 
Anyway, as we move on here, that would have the Vikings facing off in San Francisco. And uh, we all have that little pain in our hearts from what happened the last time the San Francisco 49ers hosted the Vikings in the divisional round. And um, if we're being honest, 49ers probably win. And it, it pains me to say that as a Vikings fan, because I want them to be successful and I want Justin Jefferson to carry this team to a Super Bowl. But that 49ers team is so good. They are so good. It is stupid how good they are. So I think the 49ers move on. And then you'll have the Cowboys facing off against the Eagles in Philadelphia, I should add, after Jalen Hurts and his squad gets another week to to rest. And Philadelphia probably beats them. And then it is a Philadelphia-hosted NFC Championship game against the San Francisco 49ers. And then the San Francisco 49ers would probably defeat Philadelphia. Oh, it's a good game, but... Um, probably going to be Bills versus the Niners in the Super Bowl this year. And if it comes down to that, I think, I, I mean, I don't even know what to predict. If I had to put my money on it, I'd have to say the 49ers win the Super Bowl. But, I mean, I've made some bets, and most of them surround the 49ers making it to the Super Bowl. But now that we've gone through my realistic version of the playoff picture, let's just take a moment and let, let's go to a more Vikings fun playoff picture. So the I this is best case scenario for the Vikings. The Seattle Seahawks beat the 49ers. I know that is that is a large thing to ask for, but if that happens, if the Vikings beat the Giants, then the Vikings would host the divisional round game against the winner of the um, Buccaneers Cowboys game. And then if the Seahawks, for some strange reason, were able to defeat the Eagles and the Vikings could knock off a Dallas team at home. And I know what happened earlier this season, but let, let's let bygones be bygones. That, that was whatever. Should the Vikings win that divisional game and then the Seahawks defeat the Eagles after they've defeated the Niners, then the Vikings would host the NFC championship game. All they would have to do is beat Seattle and the Vikings would go to the Super Bowl. Wow. That is best case scenario. Here's my issue. The lion, the, the yesterday's game between the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle against the Los Angeles Rams, the Rams were going to win that game. And then the Seattle Seahawks were gifted about three different opportunities by the referees who allowed Seattle to get back into that game on the last drive, go down and win. And what happened was should the Rams have won that game, the Lions would have beat the Packers last night, which they did. And then the Lions, or the Packers maybe, but the Lions would have played the 49ers in the first round. That would be much better than Seattle doing that. The Lions, you could argue the Lions are better than the Vikings right now. Or the you, you could you could argue that the Lions are the best team in the NFC right now. In gen, Well, maybe behind the 49ers. But the Lions would have had a much more serious chance of going into San Francisco and winning. Not only that, but going on the road the next week and beating Philadelphia and winning. And then the Vikings, their path to the Super Bowl is just much easier after that. But it's unfortunate. But now we've talked about the NFC and the AFC playoff picture. It's January. What else can we say? It is time for playoff football in the NFL and 
that's really all we can ask for. It's an incredible gift a month after Christmas. And yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um, as long as the Eagles do not win the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, school Vikings and hope you had fun listening to this podcast. We will see you next time.